Hey, everybody. I just wanted to take a minute. This is Jake, by the way, uh, from Age of Geek podcast, as well as Movies That Make Us. I wanted to take a minute and just kind of talk a little bit about this episode that you're listening to and give you a little introduction to it. Uh, last Thursday on um, March 30th, we had the opportunity to hang out at Jordan Commons Megaplex Theater. Uh, we're very grateful to them for letting us come there and set up a table and talk to some people about Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, this episode was recorded while most of the showings were going on. And so uh, because we weren't in watching the movie at that point, uh, we recorded this episode that was supposed to be about Dungeons and Dragons. As you'll hear, it quickly goes off the rails a little bit as Tracy, uh, Marley, and myself just have a lot of fun talking about a lot of different stuff. Uh, there were a couple of different names that I was kicking around for this episode. Uh, one was the episode about nothing. If you're an old uh, Seinfeld fan, uh, you would get that reference and maybe appreciate that a little bit. Uh, basically, the episode is supposed to be about Dungeons and Dragons, but we don't really talk a whole lot about it, and we kind of ramble uh, and go on and on about a lot of other stuff that's not Dungeons and Dragons. Um, the other episode title and the one I think I'm going to go with is Two Guys, a Girl, and a Movie Theater. Uh, if you remember back to the late 90s, there was a TV series called Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Place. Uh, and if nothing else, it is where Ryan Reynolds got his start. So uh, anyway, there's two guys, Tracy and myself, a girl, Marley, uh, and we are at a movie theater. So I thought that was a fitting name as well. So without further ado, thank you for tuning in. This is uh, Age of Geek, episode Two Guys, a Girl, and a Movie Theater. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to an episode of something. <laughs> we're not sure where we're going to put this yet. It might Somewhere. be it might be Age of Geek. It It'll might be, be movies that make us. It might be cutscenes and cupcakes. It probably won't be multiplane. They don't have any representation here tonight. Too bad. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Ty. Sorry, not sorry. Well, and a lot of ours tie into our shows tie into our discussion tonight, but multiplane, eh, not so much. It's true. That's all. It's true. Are you are you video recording us? Oh, okay. I was going to say that's going to be a really long video because I have no idea how long we're going to go. We are currently at the Megaplex at Jordan Commons. They have been so gracious to let us come here, set up a table, talk to fellow nerds as they're going into see Dungeons and Dragons. We've kind of stopped over the last few minutes because it started, I think, like 10 minutes ago. Yeah, the movie just started. 20 minutes ago. And so people going in there now are late. Uh, so I'm sure they're feeling anxious. And if we tried to stop them, they probably wouldn't be Like, don't pleasant. talk to me. I've got a movie to see. Yeah. yeah, we want them to come back afterwards. Yeah. We want to hear from them about what they thought about the movie. And maybe uh, we can set up something and even record some of their reactions. And a couple of us have seen the movie. One of us is not. Yes. I, I didn't... I didn't that's I didn't okay. want to make Marley feel bad. I don't feel we bad. Discussed. She said she, she doesn't mind us talking about it. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I just haven't had the chance yeah. to see it yet. I mean, it is opening weekend. Yeah. They had a lot of, like, pre, pre-premieres. Which is they a good did. sign. Which is awesome. Yeah, and I'm glad you guys went to go see it. Because if going? they don't do those... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, yeah, you're, you're totally fine. fine to just watch <laughs> it. Yeah. We're just hanging out, recording we, we, our podcast. We like audiences of all kinds. <laughs> we are. We are doing a podcast. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I'm going to call that an adoring fan. Yeah, we have an adoring fan, yeah. everyone. That's what we're going to call. He that. wanted to just watch us. <laughs> all, all, all geeks welcome. That's Absolutely. what we say at Age of Geek. That Absolutely. is. So we are here. Uh, Jeff Whipple has set us up with a nice table. We are in the middle of the walkway here. If you've been to Jordan Commons, I'll describe it to you if you haven't. So we oh. are facing a white uh, facade that looks like an old building. <laughs> uh-huh. The gym. There's uh, like cute there's little a, windows. There are cute little windows. It reminds me slightly uh-huh. 
of Main Street USA and Disneyland. I bit. was getting Disney a vibes too. Yeah. Oh, hey, we tied in multiplane podcast. There we go. Multiplane. If you want more, we made a Disney connection. If you want more Disney, check out uh, multiplane podcasts. They do everything Disney. But but there's no legends names on no, these windows. No. Maybe someday our names will be up there as Megaplex Legends. That but there's cool. also well, we have stickers. We Jeff could Whipple, just let's make that happen. Put yeah. them we, we, up we there. Just no. <laughs> we, put, <laughs> we just like put a bunch of stickers right, on one window. You make a distraction. I'll start climbing the wall. <laughs> the They'll only, never let us back. <laughs> the only problem that I see with that is it's going to be very easy for them to know who put the stickers up there. <laughs> well, because we all we have no, is no, our no, show it was stickers. The adoring fan. Yeah, it was. The, or it was the Dungeon Crawlers radio. Yeah, people. Dungeon Crawlers. They came and stole our stickers and just put them all over your windows. I don't know why. You'll have to ask them. Just kidding. We are friends with them. Yeah, they Pod- seem nice. They're here. They're they they're next door to us, and by next door, they're about a hundred feet that way. Yeah. And if you could see which way, this is an audio only episode, Tracy. We haven't done audio only That's in a true. long time. That's a good point. Yeah. So, uh, right, but towards the IMAX theater. Yeah, but I think they Commons. bought tickets to go see it together. Yeah, because they're currently they're, they're not sitting at the table right yeah. now. And they didn't leave any of their loot. Now, they did give us some dice, so we don't need to go steal anything from and them stickers. anyway. And stickers. Yeah. We could put their stickers up on the windows. Oh. No. Oh, yeah, that's right. We're friends with them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but we, we're sitting close to the IMAX theater. If you've been to Jordan Commons, you kind of know where that is. Uh, and uh, we're just drawing a crowd. Well, not anymore, but we were. We had an adoring fan. Oh, hey, How Ryan. You, sir? Oh, hello. Now welcome we have welcome. Ryan here. Who's with welcome aboard. Hello, Ryan. <laughs> with an event company that is doing the big event at... Valley Fair Mall. Valley Fair. Yeah. Tomorrow you, and Saturday. Come, come, come closer to the yeah. microphone, yes. Ryan. We're, you're we're you're now a guest on our show. <laughs> live. We are recording this live. Hello, geeky world. Hey. So Ryan hooked us up with this, helped us out get, getting this set up. So thank you for that, Yeah, Ryan. thanks, Ryan. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, so, and you've got big plans this weekend. Yes, yes, so, I do. Yeah, what's, what's going on at Valley Fair? We'll try to put this up tonight so people can hear it. Okay, so we have a 12-foot dragon. We're working on the <gasps> fog right now. Oh. Holy cow. Going to okay. breathe a little fire at you. A real dragon. <laughs> yes. That's impressive. Yeah, you have no idea how long they take to hatch. Yeah. Well, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the permits, crazy. I wouldn't dragon. think there was any permit, but okay. Oh. Yeah. That's why we're doing things above board, and you're yeah. not in charge. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> That's how we roll at Age of Geek. We don't need permits. We just do what we want. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of Truffle Cottage. Okay. They oh, yeah, have yeah. chocolates that are in the shape of dragons, <gasps> uh, treasure chests, and they have some D20. They actually have some <gasps> that are, I don't know, what's that, like nine inches? Okay. So, Made yeah. of chocolate? Oh, yeah. And they're flavored. Oh. So... Uh, can you play with them? Like, can you play? Like, can you roll you could. it? You yeah. could roll it. Yeah. And then if you don't like your roll, you just eat, eat it. it. Yeah. You're like, I didn't roll a one. That's no. going to dice or jail in my stomach. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck getting that get, back. Get in my belly. Um, <laughs> 48 hours, you know. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. That was weird. Yeah. Well, that's There are awesome. no mistakes. There, well... That might have been one. Happy little accidents. (laughs) Yeah. So that sounds like a lot of fun. Now, how much does it cost for someone to come and attend this event at Valley Fair this weekend? If you want to come and enjoy the magic, zero dollars. Zero cents, it's free. Awesome. Now, if you want to see the movie, you've got to buy tickets or things like that. And that depends on, you know, when you see it and how you see it. Because if you see it in IMAX, it's going to be a little bit more, but it's going to be impressive. Yeah. I haven't seen it in IMAX yet. I've seen it just normal. I standard is what I they standard. call it. Is that what they call it? I think it? they just so call it standard. You did standard yes. edition. I did, yeah. Regular. Which is, which is <laughs> I am not a standard edition guy. Like, I, I just want to tell you, like, extended edition Lord of the Rings, leather bound Sanderson books. I don't do standard edition, oh, sure. all yeah. right? <sighs> it was hard so for me. So, did you feel a little dirty? Or? It was, I felt like it was beneath me a little bit. But not, the movie was great. The movie was fantastic. I not even in a luxury seat? Like, okay, the recliner? Okay, in a luxury seat. Okay, so you're good. So, it was luxury. Yeah. There we go. Okay, That's where fine. our luxury came in. You're above standard. It wasn't, it, well, no, but I'd rather have luxury than D Box. Tracy's over here saying no, it wasn't D Box. D Box no. is no bueno. Oh, okay. D Box are not comfy. This is something that you They're may awful. want to know because you're not, you're not a standard edition kind of guy, right? Right, that is correct. This is officially a Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves the experience. It's licensed by Paramount. We're good wow. to go. Like, oh. come in and experience this. There is swag. Uh, you probably haven't seen it yet, but there are banners hanging down there. Wow. Uh, there's going to be glass tankards for swag. There's all sorts of cool stuff coming in. 
That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. That's I huge. Love it. All right. So come out or you're going to miss like once in a lifetime opportunity. Unless they come out with, you know, D&D 2 and 3. Which, which I hope they will. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, we can dig into that in a minute. I mean, there's so many more, like, classes and other things that they can cover. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, mm-hmm. it just goes beyond just the normal set of classes. Yeah, they don't even go with the normal set of classes in this movie. Well, I guess what are you thinking for normal set of classes? Well, like, or even, like, races, too. Like, are there any cat folks? Yes. <gasps> really? There's humans. Are there, there are, humans. are there fetchlings? Which ones are fetchlings? They're kind of like shadow people. I don't know of. that I saw any of the fetchlings. Unless that's not a D&D. Maybe. Did you put a spoiler a warning on this? Uh, there are going to be slight spoilers. That's okay. I haven't seen it. I don't it. know that we said anything that hasn't <laughs> been in the, in the previews. In there the may be fetchlings. Well, yeah, fetchlings, there may or may not okay, be. Okay, is, this, is, this, is it okay to like, speak the word Pathfinder in this podcast? Because I just did. Well, in this podcast, yeah. Okay. I wouldn't go in there. Okay, because I mean, it's they're well, so similar. Well, I especially want to do it like in the move, middle of the movie. They're so like, similar. Pathfinder! Like, like that's, and maybe Fetchling is a Pathfinder thing and not a D&D thing, but there's just so much. There's so much to the whole TTRPG world that like it should just all be inclusive, right? We shouldn't just limit it to Dungeons and Dragons. Well, I think the only reason <laughs> we say, are is because the movie is not a Pathfinder okay. movie. Clearly, I'm pulling play out what my makes book. your heart happy. I'm yes. Pull, I'm pulling out my book. It's not, it's, not, it's not one of the standard races. It's not going to be in the book. The views expressed on this podcast may or may not align <laughs> with Age of Geek Media. Yeah, that's, there we go. That's a good uh, That's a good. I just uh, want disclaimer. there to be more things, that's all. Because it's, it's just, so, it's grown so much. It has. Ryan, it sounds like an awesome event. I don't know what you're on your way to, and, but we appreciate you stopping and sitting in for a minute. I'm on my way to lots of things. I hope to see all of you there. It's going to be an amazing um, thing. I will say, yeah, please come, Saturday, uh, please come Friday, but there will be more on Saturday because we have creature encounters out. So if you've ever wanted to touch a live snake, a tarantula, other sorts of no, pretty crawlers, you don't have to. It's just... You have the Can I touch a dragon? Will there be dragons there? There we will be dragons talked, we there. We just talked about that. At the very beginning, <laughs> that was the first thing he said was going to be there. That's the only one I want to touch. It was several minutes ago. <laughs> it was several minutes That's ago. That's the only one I want to All touch. All right, so just Saturday. Like the magician, I'm going to disappear. Disappear. Thanks for stopping by, Ryan. Good <laughs> Thanks, to see Ryan. you. Thanks, Ryan. You too. And <laughs> Tracy's back. And just Welcome. like Hello. that, we've switched out Ryan for Tracy. Now, if and I don't know if that's an upgrade. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm leaving that up to the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not going to tell them what they like. He's got a richer tone than I do with the voice. Yeah, I was surprised. Yeah. I don't know Ryan He's at all. He's got a great voice. That was literally the first time I've had a conversation really? with Ryan ever. Oh, Ryan's a yeah. great guy. Yeah. Yeah, he seems like a nice yeah. guy. He was wearing a Doctor Who shirt. him through the uh, oh. X family. Yeah. Oh, okay. Been yeah. on a couple panels with him, and that's why he looks familiar. Around. Yeah, he's around okay. a lot of different different stuff. He will often at FanX dress up as Indiana Jones. Yeah. Oh, okay. I know, okay. I know his Facebook profile picture yes. is Indiana Jones. Yes. I know that because he's been messaging us. Ah, uh, okay. And that makes us sense. Is me and Colin. Colin is not here tonight. Slacker. No, he is sick. He is sick. Allegedly or real. Uh, real. Uh, okay. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> well, he says he's sick. I, I did not go well, and, and confirm so this. Steph. I did not pull a, dr- a Dwight Schrute and like drive to his house and like spy on him. He said he was sick. I took okay. his word for it. All right. I All mean, right. same As, with Steph. She was now, supposed to be here tonight too. Steph did get a diagnosis, so we know what oh. she's sick with. Yes, strep. I will say it. Oh, well, that's fine. <laughs> I didn't know if you were. I had a, no, a I'm saying it's I'm glad you said because I didn't want to oh, people okay. to think it was something worse than. I've got strep. a coworker who went to a convention today because she was representing our company with kidney stones, <gasps> and I was like, "You are way tougher than I am because oh I would gosh. be like, nope, I'm out.' <laughs> now I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like I'm going home or to a hospital. Uh-huh. Yeah. If that convention is at Disney World, no, at Magic Kingdom, it's not. It's and you're riding Big Thunder Mountain, oh, that might be that beneficial. Might be different. Yes, that might be beneficial. What convention is going on right now? What's that? What convention is going uh, it's on? It's the Utah Dental Association. Oh, because when I was driving into downtown today, there uh-huh. was a lot of people. That's there was yeah, a lot of people I'm right sure there. That's and what I was, was wondering yeah. what was going on at the Cell Palace. They Anyways, they didn't invite me again this year. Dang it! I don't know oh, what the deal those is. Jerks. I go to a dentist. I would think. <laughs> I go that to would a be dentist. Enough. You support the local dental industry. Do you go twice a year? Do you do your checks? Your I do uh, pretty your good. dental cleanings yeah, twice I do a year. Yeah, pretty good. Me and and my kids do really well. 
Because I know some people who don't go twice a year just to get their regular cleanings, and I don't know what to do with those people. <laughs> well, I go because I've been told that my saliva is acidic. <gasps> oh. So I get less tartar, but I have an easier time with cavities. So oh, I okay. go and make oh. sure everything's all cleaned See, out. I'm very prone to cavities. Yeah. You so, might have acidic saliva. So I very, like, I have to go because I, I want to like make sure. Superpower. I one of the first times I went to the current dentist that I'm going to, I'm going to share this story. This is a Utah only story, by the way, this could only happen in Utah. The story that I'm I'm about to share. Oh, goody. Um, So the dentist and I are of the same faith. That happens to be the predominant faith and religion here in Utah. Okay. And he figured that out through our conversation. Uh Uh, And so it had been a while since I had been to the dentist. I was between dentists my old dentist, I, he'd retired. You guys I broke up? Well, no, he retired, oh, and okay. I just I didn't like his new partner that mm. took over. So he just, it, it wasn't my dentist, so you I found a new dentist. You were back in the dentist pool. And so I uh, went to see this dentist, and because he knew we had established that we were brothers uh, from another mother, <laughs> um, he, at the end, he said, well, you've got to make sure you're coming in every six months. You've got to come in every six months and get those temp. Listen, if you treat your teeth well, mm-hmm. think of it like your teeth are like a temple. You want to treat them like celestial quality temple mm. teeth, uh, or else they're going to end up looking like a motel, like a Motel 6. Oh, wow. That's a stark comparison. And I thought, this, this is only a dentist in Utah that yeah. would say something like that. That's a very stark comparison, yeah, though. That gives you an instant visual. And, and I don't know that there's anything in between. It no. is either celestial quality, <laughs> temple teeth, or Motel 6 teeth. So my question, dear listener, is are you working toward... <laughs> Cele- white That's and celestial teeth? That's why you tune into teeth? this show. You never know what, what we're going to do. About. We didn't know we, we were going to start talking about celestial teeth. When I, we were. Or gonna, dentists <laughs> at all. I'm going to level to whoever's listening to this right now and let you know we have no plan for this episode. It's no. just like a D&D adventure. It is a lot <gasps> yeah, like a D&D adventure. Except we don't have a DM. We don't have a dad's we're problem. Just, we're just the players <laughs> mucking about, muck, <laughs> trying, muck, muck. trying so to figure out what we want to do. Colin? Steph? Steph has no. DM'd before. Steph would be yeah. a good DM. I don't know that Colin would want to be a DM. Colin's never played D&D, you guys. That surprises me. Right? It, it, it's surprising. Colin? It's surprising only because I know that he used to wear his Jedi robe to school. So yeah. it's not like he was that he wasn't that level of geek. Right. He was. Yeah. This was in his wheelhouse. Yeah. How did he not ever play this? That is surprising. I only I only started playing D and D just like a few years ago. Uh-huh. It was pre pandemic. Okay. But like I mean, I gotta be like real with you guys, but like a girl playing D and D, especially like five, six years ago, was yeah. very unheard of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or if you did play D&D, you already had, like, an established group that uh-huh. was, like, fine with that. Which just sounds so dumb, but, like, that's how it was. No, that well, makes yeah, sense. The, yeah, the, the joke is typically, like, if you have a girlfriend and you get her to play, it's so she can be, like, the paladin or the healer or okay. something like that. But, like, for reals, though, the group I did play with, like, five uh-huh. or six years ago... I played with them because it was a guy that I was, well, we weren't dating, but uh, I wanted to date him. Okay, okay. And I think he liked me, but it was, this is a really dumb story. But, um, but yeah, so then I started playing with his D&D group. Plus, the nice thing was is that group, they were also newbies to the game. Yeah. And so they were very accepting of newbies. Okay. Whereas, like, other people I tried. Like hardcore. I tried to, like, play yeah. with. They'd be like, we're not looking for new players right now. Oh. Yeah. It was very, it was wow. very Cut a lot off. of established groups, and this isn't every group. I have met some very awesome people that have been playing for a long time that are very welcoming to new players. But I think that is a common thing, that with a new group, they don't want the hassle of having somebody that has no idea what they're doing. Okay, that makes because sense. Because there's a lot of complexity in the game and, and everything else. But I, I will say that I think that this is the first time I've heard a story about a girl who was playing D&D to like impress a guy and like <laughs> be with that guy. That's usually not how the story goes at all. How does the story usually go? <laughs> well, there's usually not a girl involved. <laughs> if we're talking so it's stereotypical. Like it's, it's like the, the early Rush concerts. Oh, my gosh. Right? I mean. Yes, which were so different than the later Rush concerts. Well, at least you had some women in the later concerts. Yeah, they were wives that were dragged there by husbands. Oh, my gosh. At least they were there. That is, that is why my wife has been to a Rush concert, because I dragged her there as her husband. Also why she plays D&D, because I dragged her into the game with okay. her family. All right. but and like, she is and, a paladin, and you've got but the whole, she, she's into it now. You've got the whole family involved, right? 
So we've tried a couple of times with the kids, um, and we just haven't ever gotten a good game off the ground. Why not? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it, it takes consistency. Like you have to have like a designated time See, or I'm day of the week so I don't know. that you play, or else it just it just falls off the map. Yeah, it, it's true. It's not like. Uh, Spur of the moment, hey, let's sit down and play D&D. Yeah. Like, it okay. takes prep, and it takes it does take planning, prep. and it takes, like, you do have to have that consistency, um, and we just haven't been it. I think, honestly, what it comes down to, why we haven't done it with our kids, and this sounds awful, is I just have time for one, uh, for one D&D game in my life. Uh-huh. It's hard to, it's hard to play too many. Um, who are the, who are these people? know them <laughs> i can't see this far away it's it's part of my D group right here oh my this goodness. is our druid of the group right here cal the druid you guys should come play do stuff where are you going to a movie does it start right now when okay done, when you're come done back. come out is it yeah. dungeons and dragons okay, okay come enjoy back. i yeah. want to hear yeah we'll yeah, be here we'll for be a bit until like 10 so okay i'm sorry back. i can't see this far away spencer it's my brother-in-law Oh my gosh! I do, but they're not. That okay. is that is your brother-in-law. That's my brother-in-law. Well, is both he, my brother-in-laws. That's he, his husband. Is he okay. The DM? Is he the no, he's okay. not the DM. He's he's our druid. Just talking druid. About, no, I'm just kidding. No, he's our <laughs> druid. Uh, so we had a special appearance by our, Yay. our part of my DM group. That, but I love that. But I think that's the problem is we just have time for one game in sure. our life. When we play, it's like every couple of weeks, and it's like four or five hours that oh, we sit okay. down and play, mm-hmm. and it's just hard for me to think of. S- scheduling that in with my kids. We could play shorter amounts of time. I really respect Robert. He's playing with his girls yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. Have you, did you hear about his daughters asking if they can flirt? If they could flirt? Yeah. Like in the game? Uh-huh. Yes. Oh my gosh. So, but then, they, then she, goes, she looks at him. She's like, well, not like that, but like flirt for gold. <laughs> yeah. So like there was a goal. Like she knew what she was doing. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> or roll a, what is it? Um, a persuasion or like, yeah. yeah. Like let's see how, uh, how persuasive you are. But she's yeah. like, not like that for gold. That's so funny. Like, yeah. So I, I have a, I have a D and D group that I play with now. So, so to talk about the other group real quick, the one that I used to play with, I stopped playing with them okay. because I was seeing that there was nothing, there wasn't going to go anywhere with that guy I like. Okay. And also, they changed the schedule. I am seeing schedule. costumes. There's a cape. <gasps> a cape. I'm excited. Oh, I and, love it. And and my brother-in-law Spencer, that was he here. was, he was definitely yeah. as, as a yes. druid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, definitely. no, his druid he is just blue. Looked, yeah. Oh, so. Well, I mean, he had like the the. the yes, he, he had like yeah. the like a closed. peasant. It was like a peasant. I cop. think yes. he was dressed up. That's, That's not a normal shirt. Okay. Oh no, <laughs> that was dressed up. Well, yeah. And I think he had more eyeliner than he usually wears. Yes. But yeah, yes. see, when you were talking about how hard it was for you as a girl, and I'm sure that it was, I'm not saying that. It was. That. But no, no, no. But I mean, when, when I was younger, when I was coming up into it in the 80s, yeah. it was like you, you couldn't show your, your nerddom, your geekdom. Like, well, and wasn't like there's the whole like satanic panic. Oh, 100%. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So many parents oh, yeah. were so worried about that. My parents weren't really worried about that sort of thing. But again, They weren't concerned about you getting into satanic rituals? No, because my parents were like, silliness you know yeah. um that type of thing they, they were, were level-headed like, but about a lot it. of my a lot of my few friends that i had had parents that were worried robert about that. has a really good story uh, about robert that shared yeah he shared it on, on, yeah. on, on our patreon episode yeah. oh okay so okay. if you join the movies that yeah, make us patreon you, you, can, you can hear, hear robert's, robert's story. amazing story because he told it to us before we were oh recording for Age of Geek, so we don't have it on there but i'm glad to know that you guys got it yes i love it because it was a good story um but yeah no i I just didn't want to play with that group anymore. Uh-huh. And also they changed the day of the week that they were playing regularly. And I'm like, okay, I'm out. Bye. Yeah. And then it wasn't until like later. And again, like, I don't want it to make it sound like I only play D and D for a guy. Right. But when I started dating my now husband, mm-hmm. Jason, he was with a D and D group that okay. he wasn't really like, like he, he wasn't totally regular with them. But also when we started dating, I was like, no, 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 no. You're not taking every Saturday night right. to go play D&D with your friends. I want some of those Saturday nights. Sure, sure. And then also I'm like, you know what? I want to go play D&D. So I chose to go and play. And now I'm like part of that group. They were in the middle of a campaign. So it was kind of hard for me to like really jump in. Uh-huh. But then they started a new campaign. And I'm playing a, um, a cat folk fighter. 
Okay. So basically, like, think like samurai, but like a cat. Oh, cool. Um, mm-hmm. She is awesome. Her name is Tomoe. Um, very much inspired by the video game Ghost of Tsushima, for those who know what I'm talking about. And um, That's a video game that the young people play, Tracy. <laughs> the the oh kids gosh. these days. Oh, my gosh. The kids, yes. <laughs> it's a really fantastic video game, you guys. But anyway, so it's it's just such a fun group because, um, well, for one thing, like, yeah, they are a very established group, and uh, the DM is very, very good. But he doesn't, like, he's like, new people? Great. Let's make you a character. Let's throw you in somehow. Like, they're so, like, welcoming. and like, cool. And they're very, that's like, cool. good about, like, teaching and helping the newbies because some, yeah. some aspects of D&D is pretty technical. Uh-huh. It is. And so it helps to have people who are familiar with that kind of stuff to help teach you and make sure that you're yeah. you're, you're playing it right. Yeah, and Val got into it because of her husband, Dave. Yeah. He would play. Yeah. So then she was like, okay, I'll check she, it out. She's a bird person. Yeah, she is a bird person. Ooh, that's cool. I don't know what kind of bird person, but I know it's a bird person. Yeah, or, and, and I think it's just because. I'm sure there's some kind of. There's a name for them. Yeah. Um, I don't. I know wish what I knew it what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm newer. I've been playing for a few years, and so I don't know all of the, the races and the like. My my character is as basic as it gets. It's a another cape. Yes. Um, that's not my character. It's not a cape. But uh, <laughs> you're just a cape. It's like the Doctor Strange cape. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. It's oh just my a, gosh. It's an animated cape. <laughs> I think there's what probably a way you could do I, that. I yeah. would assume so. Yeah. No, but it's a half elf ranger. Okay. Oh, okay. Half elf, like half it. human. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Typically, when they're half something, then humans well, the other half. They, they, well, I know that there's other so you know, cat yeah. people. Yeah. There's, well, yeah. cat folk are humanized or human. Well, they're humanoid. They're upright. Yeah. yeah they're humanoid. They're, so they're like an elf dwarf combo. Yeah, yeah, and there probably could be, but typically, when so, just so you know, the okay, lingo please. when someone yes. says half elf or half, or half orc, orc, that usually assumes human is the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, it's only humans that go outside their race. Half-orc would kind of surprise me. No, that's a common one. It's pretty common. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I think... Spoilers for the movie. It's okay. I think there's a half-orc in the movie. Oh, okay. Oh! How dare you say that? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care. What did you think I was going to follow it up with? I don't know. I don't care. But. Um, well, and like I said before, too, like there's so many different um, classes and races out there now that's not just D&D, Dun- Dungeons and Dragons, because I feel like D&D is kind of like the catch-all term, uh-huh. like kind of how you say um, like Kleenex for all tissues yeah. or, or like chapstick for all lip balm. It's, that's how I kind of feel about like D&D. How my grandma always called every video game a Nintendo are you yes. playing yes. with your Nintendo? Uh-huh. Yes, exactly. Uh-huh. So, like, D&D is kind of like that catch-all for, like, all taper, tabletop role-playing games. And so, yeah, there's so many more yeah. races and classes out there. And I love, like, the creativity uh-huh. of it. Like, in my camp, one of my other campaigns I'm playing, because I'm actually playing in two, is um, with that same group. We're doing a pirate campaign uh-huh. where we're pirate pirates. We, we pirate the pirates because we don't. Cool. Kind of like a Robin Hood situation. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's the one where I'm a fetchling, but I'm a rogue. And I like to pickpocket people. Nice. Are you <laughs> it's good really at it? fun. Uh huh. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm very stealthy. <laughs> very so, stealthy. So that's the cool thing as you get into it and you like learn these different classes. So you've got your race. First, you want to pick your race that you want to be, and you can be whatever race you want that's okay. available, right? Um, and that your DM usually will, like, Yeah, kind your of, like, DM will tell you, for this campaign, we're not doing yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because sometimes just the realm that they're in or whatever, those races aren't available. You don't want to send a fire character into an ice world. You could. Yeah. Okay. But, but like, like there's, like, vampire hunter is a, well, that's a class, but there's... Like, there's a Dark Elf class, and maybe they're not doing the Dark Elves in this particular campaign, so you can't be the Dark Elf or something along there's those lines. There's a lot lines. of sunlight in this campaign, yeah. so that would be bad. So, uh. whatever the case might be. So, <laughs> you, pick your, you pick your race, and then you pick your class, and your class is kind of what your character does. Okay. Mm-hmm. Their specialty. Yeah, their specialty. Right? So, all of your characters attack. All of your characters can use weapons, what kinds of weapons they use can depend on the race and the class that they choose. And how well and how well they wield those weapons as well. I so fun fact, when I was playing um when I first started my fighter um catfolk, I actually started off as an inventor. So that's a that's a new special class for Pathfinder 2E. Um I don't recommend that class for newbies. 
it's a very difficult class. And for the, again, for the campaign we were doing, it just didn't quite fit. Yeah, so it's probably similar to like an artificer in D&D. Yeah, kind of. Similar, kind of, probably yeah. different. Well, and we have like also an investigator, um, Blake who's a part of Age of Geek uh-huh. as well. He um, He's playing a... So it's funny. He's a dog. He's a dog folk, and I'm a cat folk. And he was playing. he's playing an investigator, and he's not very good at fighting, but he's really good at finding stuff okay. or, like, detecting things. Which is good things. if you're an investigator. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just... But, it, but also, at the same time, like, when we get into, like, battles, it's not always the most fun for him mm-hmm. because of his class. So I don't know. It's It really just depends on the campaign. So, like, for me, I decided... That inventor just wasn't fitting anymore. So uh-huh. I talked with my DM and I'm like, hey, I'm not having fun with this class. It's just not working. I want to switch it to this. But kind of the way it's fun because you can really be creative in how you work around that kind of stuff. So for my character, I don't want people to know that I'm like some really, really good samurai. Sure. And I'm like kind of a like I'm in hiding. So I'm presenting to everybody as an inventor. I even have a robot cat and everything. It's it's a lot of fun. That's cool. Yeah. So it's, so you can kind of, you know, there's just so much creativity involved. It's whatever you want to do. Yeah. And for me, I'm, I'm a ranger, like I said, and the ranger is, I mean, it's like, it's like Aragorn guys. I mean, that's what, that's like the ranger class is fun. Aragorn type character. I'm shocked. So let me tell you, he's actually, Half elf ranger is my go-to, not because of Aragorn. Okay, all right. Years and years and years ago, when I played my first ever campaign, uh-huh. and it was short-lived because my brother, my brother, my friend's brother, I was playing with my friend. His brother was the DM, and was not very nice to us. He only let us play because he thought it was fun to kill us off. <laughs> so, but I picked a half elf ranger because i was reading the dragonlance books at the time okay Ooh. and there's a character in that book called the, tannis the Weiss and hickman yeah series. the weiss okay. and hickman series and tannis one of the main characters is a half elf ranger and that's why i always pick okay. that but aragorn is more widely known sure and sure. that's so that's easy but like my wife is a paladin which is like that's one of the what we call tank classes because she's got a high armor class. Uh-huh. She's got a battle axe that's amazing and kills everything all the time because she has divine smite and it's just cool. Divine smite. That, yeah. That, so she, she like I don't attacks. know what that is, but that sounds awesome. It, it is awesome. <laughs> like I guess it's kind of like self-explanatory, but yeah, yeah. Like, I will now cast divine smite. Like that I'll is... sit back and I'll shoot an arrow at somebody and it takes like eight hit points off of them. I'm like, all right. That's, that's and she does her battle me. axe and followed up by it. divine smite and it takes like 27 points of damage. Yes. And I'm like, yep, well, I'm just over just, here. But I'm I'm comfortable you're like, who I you're, am. You're sitting so there it's fine. munching popcorn. Good job, honey. Yeah. Well, and like that's the cool thing about like all the different characters and all the different weapons is that you can kind of choose if you want to be more like of a ranged person or you want to be melee and right in the action uh-huh. like when I first started playing D and I mean because I'll be honest I was like nervous I'm like I don't know how to play this I don't know how I want to play this but I I because my first character that I played was a ranger and I really liked the bow and arrow because I could stay back from the battle and uh-huh. just lob arrows at the enemies right and it just kind of helped me feel more comfortable and that's probably not at all your reason Jake for for liking the arrows but for me like I really liked having that kind of safety uh-huh. but then now more and more that I've played I'm like I like getting in the action it's kind of fun yeah I I a couple levels ago decided to try multi-classing which is something you can do where you can be multiple classes okay. and so you add so I'm a I'm a ranger cleric Okay. My multi-class. Oh, interesting. So I'm a ranger that found religion. But the real reason, <laughs> the real reason, exactly, is as a ranger, I couldn't carry, I couldn't wear heavy armor, but as a cleric, I can. And so by multi-classing, ah. I get the best of all of both the classes. Worlds. Okay. Best mm-hmm. of both classes. Right. And so my armor class was able to go up because I was able to get some heavier armor. But anyway, that's, that's cool. So those are some of the fun things. And plus, I could use more spells. Mm. And who doesn't want to not? have more spells i actually like never play characters that wield magic really really yeah i don't know i i mean that's not true like i have before but my latest characters i've played have not been magic wielders and and usually if there's someone in the group that is already a magic uh wielder you're like we're good we don't need any more (laughs) ours is ours is heavy on the magic users because we also have a bard um and she uses 
quite a bit of magic. So okay. a bard, Chris Pine is a bard. Yeah, he doesn't use much magic in the uh, No, in movie, he doesn't. And most of the magic has to do with, like, performance stuff. Gotcha. Um, so I, I imagine, because, like, when you're playing the game, you're like, I'm going to tell this story, and I'm going to use, you know, a spell that's going to make it... I, they have certain spells that will make the story more potent sure. and more powerful and whatever. And they or, kind of did that in the movie. Yeah. With like, the, he, when he tells stories uh-huh. and things like that, I think there are Distracting moments... Distracting them while something else is happening. Yeah, and yeah. I think that there are moments that he's probably using some of that bardic magic, but it doesn't call it out, because if you picture it in real life, you're not necessarily going to call it out. Like, okay, yeah. now I'm using this spell to... Okay. But... Um, but they also have ones that, like, help inspire the group, yeah. which is kind of nice, okay. because then... So, like, bards are really great in that, because... Then they, when they do that and they roll successfully on that spell, I guess if you want to call it that, um, then the rest of the group gets like plus two modifiers on all of their attacks because yeah. they're feeling motivated and it's, inspired it's, it's by the, the music. It's the big speech by the coach before you go into yeah. the big game. Yeah. yeah, so like I could imagine there are parts in this where he's trying to inspire um, and use the inspire spell on the sorcerer. Yeah, Simon. Simon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Simon's I don't want to go best. into more detail That's than fine. that. Simon, I know, Simon's fantastic. Yeah. Is that the um is that Justice Smith? Yes. Yes. Okay. And he He's very good. I think he this. steals the show. Like Chris Pine is great. Like, and that's the thing. Everybody in this is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he just there's just something about his character that I just Yeah. Loved. He, you get what you expect from Chris Pine in this movie. Yeah. Which is a great performance. Mm-hmm. He's charismatic, very charismatic. Is all get out. And which is why he's perfect to play a bard character. But yeah, Simon, I think, steals the but, show because you don't. He, I wasn't expecting that yeah. from him. And I, I read an interview with Chris Pine, and he said actually um, the directors originally thought that he'd play more of a Captain Kirk type character. And he said, well, when I read the script, I saw him as like an eternal optimist. Yeah. Like nothing's going to phase this guy. There's always another plan, there's always another way out. There's always, you got to just keep moving forward. And he's like, while Kirk is kind of like that, he's like, I wanted less of the straightforward hero and more of this empathetic type yeah. character which I thought was cool and then he said the directors loved it and they decided to go in that direction oh I like that I like that a yeah. lot yeah I, I think you can tell in this movie that the director really lets them directors directors who excuse me thank yeah. you it's not the Daniels I don't though. I don't remember their names but I, they yeah. did game night if you saw okay. game night I did not see game oh, night oh I saw game night yeah. was that um, Jason Bateman and, yeah 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 um, Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. Yeah, yeah, is in she it. was yeah. in it. Yeah. yeah, that was a fun movie. Yeah. It was kind of all over the place, but it was good. Uh-huh. This one fun. is much more focused and oh, yeah, good, on, oh, good, on point. Because when I heard that, I was like, okay, I can see that, but I'm not sure. And then I saw this film, and I'm like, okay, bravo. Well, I think they let the actors have a lot of fun with their characters mm-hmm. in this, which is mm-hmm. which is key in a D and D game. Like when you're DMing it or GMing it, if you're playing Pathfinder, we call it DM. Oh, it's okay. DM. It's, it's what it is. Well, I was just trying to be inclusive <laughs> to all. I mean, we can say DM. RPG-ers. <laughs> um, but, but I think when it's the most fun is when your DM lets you kind of explore and do your own thing. Uh-huh. And, like, you don't know where the story's going to go. And I think that that's how this movie feels at times. It's like you don't really know what they're going to do or what they're going to come up with. Um, but, yeah, I mean, your, your players are going to say something crazy. Well, oh, and, yeah. And, and you can tell, like, there are movies where you can tell that the actors are just taking a paycheck, and they have no interest in being there, and they have no interest in anything. It was just like, this is just a job. In this one, you can tell that they all really, and if they didn't really get along, they sure acted like it. <laughs> it's like that Pepsi commercial with... Uh, can I just say something about that Pepsi commercial? <laughs> this is the worst advertising campaign I think I've ever seen by oh, any no. company. Because you've got these Pepsi big time, Zero. yeah, it's it's the Pepsi Zero Sugar. They've got a new recipe because Coke did their new recipe two years ago, and Pepsi's about two years behind Coke. <laughs> Sounds about right. But and they came out with Peeps Pepsi. Ew! It's terrible. No. Don't drink it. Yuck. Okay, but again, another again, misstep because they could have called it Peepsy. A hundred percent. Wow, yes. missed opportunity. Yep. But but they so they've got this Pepsi Zero Sugar. And they've got these actors. So. Uh, Steve Martin is one uh-huh, of them, uh-huh. and uh, Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller is another one. Is another yes. one, and they're talking like I'm an actor. My job is to make you believe that I'm telling you the truth, even when I'm not. 
And they go through this whole thing where Steve Martin's like doing all these different roles, and he's like, is that what really happened, or am I an actor? And then they get to the end, and they're like, oh, this Pepsi Zero Sugar is let's really crack, good. Let's crack this open. Yeah. Yeah. And then they drink it, and they're like, oh, this is really good. Or is it? Or am I just acting? You Listen, you why are decide. you telling me? That it might not be very good. Yeah, why are I don't you planting want to go try that seed of doubt well, into my mind? I tried Pepsi just because I felt it like I had to. So it is so sweet. Oh, not only that, the aftertaste is it will haunt the back of your throat for hours. Oh no, no, no! I I, dr- I tried it and I drank it's, some it's of it. It tastes like burnt marshmallow. And I was like, oh, no. I was like, it's like sugar flavored Pepsi. Oh, which I don't know what I was expecting with Peeps. <laughs> <laughs> not I, much, apparently. I did try Dr. Uh, Pepper Peeps. Okay. And, and they are a thing that exists. So it's it's like the marshmallow <laughs> peeps, Dr. Pepper flavored. Yes. Okay. And here's the problem with Dr. Flavored anything. Dr. Pepper flavored anything. Not Dr. <laughs> flavored anything. Don't don't mm, don't eat Dr. Dr. Flavored, flavored stuff. Yeah. That just sounds weird. But Dr. Pepper flavored stuff. Dr. Dr. Pepper is such a unique flavor. It's it's, it's hard to duplicate. And it's then make every it soda like ever made dumped into or one licorice drink. or whatever. That's what Dr. Pepper is. Yeah. It's every single other soda. That is not what Dr. Pepper oh, is. Oh, it totally is. Well, then it's delicious. <laughs> um, unpopular opinion. I hate Dr. Pepper. I don't like Dr. That's Pepper. That's really... That, <laughs> Jake's like, get off my podcast. It tastes like no, cough syrup. I would never. I would never. <laughs> this is what I've... You either really like Dr. Pepper or you really don't like Dr. Pepper. Yeah. There's not a lot of people that are in, that are in between that are like, oh, I, it's fine. I'll drink Dr. Pepper. Sure. I mean, if I wanted to, I could just have like cherry Coke or cherry, oh, cherry Pepsi. Cherry Coke's delicious. Cherry Pepsi's delicious too. Yeah, that's basically Dr. Pepper. No, it's not. I, I, oh, yeah, it totally is. There, there are 23 Ooh, distinctive Peach flavors. Sprite, Sprite is, is pretty is surprisingly 23 good. distinctive <laughs> flavors. I like the mango in Dr. Pepsi. Pepper, by the way. 23. Ras- have you had raspberry Coke? Yes. Oh, the peach Coke that came out a couple years ago. Yeah. Was Would really you guys good. like to take a freestyle Coke break? <laughs> I was going to say, we I actually, go I I'm, actually I'm want to. I'm carrying a cinema snacks right here. Actually, right, right, when we're done recording, point. I do want to go get a drink. So. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I was going to say, back to D&D. Oh, yes. So the other thing, too, that's really nice about. Who's, who's running this podcast? <laughs> Me. Um, okay. <laughs> no, you. Well, no, we, I'm fi- I don't, we all are. I don't care who's running it. I'm just saying we are do- whoever it is, we are not staying on topic. No, I just have more things I want to say. Please. Um, no, but with like D&D, so not only do you want like as a DM, like you want your, your players to have fun and to be able to like explore and, and find fun things, but like you also need to be able to go with the flow uh-huh. and not worry so much about your, your players going off script you know, quote unquote, or going into a new area that like you don't have mapped out. Like you kind of have to roll with it a little bit and, and oh, be able to I see what you did there. Oh, roll I didn't mean it. to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like you have to, you have to be able to like adapt as well as kind of like come up with stuff on the fly if needed. Mm-hmm. Like I've had, I've had some DMS too, where they like, they only had so much planned for the night and you get to a certain point and it's just like, well, we're done. And it's like, but we could have gone over there or, like, you could have, like, just made up something about the treasure we just found. Like, we don't care. We're just – we found this treasure and we finally got to it. So give it to us. Mm. But they, like, wasn't expecting us to, like, get that far. Gotcha. Yeah. It, it – it, you do have to have that kind of flexibility as a DM, I think. And, it, and that's probably why it wouldn't be a very good one. But I think it's a lot like moderating movies that make us. Mm. I have a plan, an idea right, of where we're right. going to get to. Yeah. And usually we get there, but we we're gonna take start. a side road. We're going to start. We're going to get to the grades. Yeah. And wherever it goes And in everything between. in between. I have yeah. no idea what's going to happen. He's really good about doing the, the bring us back on topic with a little, a little comment that just brings everything back in. He's very it. talented at that. Yes. Yeah. 181 episodes. I'm finally getting it right. <laughs> it's about time, Jake. I know. But then you get some episodes like the Karate Kid episode where... Why do you always bring that up? <laughs> Why? Like out of down, all of, it should be our most done, downloaded. We have done 181 episodes. <laughs> it's and not Tracy our worst episode. That one, well, no, it's, the worst one hasn't been published. I, it's, it was what I was going to say. It yeah. doesn't exist. We don't talk about that one, apparently. Yeah. It's not even about Bruno, but we don't talk about it. <laughs> we do not talk about it. Uh, but that's a good example. We, we didn't do well on that episode because it yeah. was a movie that none of us liked. Yeah. We liked it. It was just... It's, oh no, that one. Oh, Karate I was Kid, we like, yes. Okay. But, okay, no, so we one. did an episode yeah. at Salt Lake Gaming Con 
uh, I thought it was Fan X, wasn't it? No, it was Gaming was it Con. Con? Okay. So here's the thing. Salt Lake Gaming Con, bless their oh, hearts. Yes. Was, I that, love... was that when you guys were on right after Cutscenes yes. and Cupcakes uh, and we didn't know each other yet? Yeah. 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 We had plans to like talk to you guys there. and we... Yeah. Colin talked to us a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Colin was But our then you guys recruiter. were, you were in the panel right after us. So we were like, okay, those guys seem important. I guess we'll get so, out of their way. <laughs> when we've... When, I'm dead I, serious. Wow. We're we, just like, okay, the and room then you is got yours to know now. Us and you're like, wow, we really read that room <laughs> wrong. They are not important. <laughs> that was a I mystery. I was not going to say that. <laughs> it's okay. We know. I'm flattered. We know. Um, <laughs> Gaming Con, bless their hearts, the, the panels were not well attended. Oh, it was yeah. sad. I think we had two people. We had, we had at least one guy who thought he was part of the panel. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I kept, think the other one left partway through. Yeah. Yeah. So we picked a movie that we didn't really like very much because it was a video game movie. Yeah. And hey. No, that's not no. why we didn't like it. Oh, okay. We picked okay. it because it was a video Can game movie. Can you please tell me what the movie was? Yeah, it was Ready Player One. Oh. And well, none yeah. Of us, we none all of thought, us liked we it. We all thought at least one of us liked it because this was one of our earlier yeah, this shows. Was, we were yeah, still yeah, getting yeah. to know each other because this was pre-pandemic. Yeah. 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 The book and, was fantastic. Uh, the book is amazing. And so then we... Uh, we got up there and we're like, well, I didn't really like it. Well, I didn't really like it either. <laughs> well, welcome. Welcome all three of you to an episode that will never air. And it was just really bad. But that's a lot like, as a DM, what you've got to be able to do. If it's not working, you've got to figure it. and you've got to yeah. you've got to figure that out and pivot to something that does. Yeah. And that's hard. you got to be able to adjust. Yep. Because it, otherwise, it, you just keep, you can't keep forcing it. Well, and I think, too, like, you also got to kind of read the room a little bit. Like, if Mm -hmm. your players are maybe having a hard time, like, we don't know what to do next, then you got to, like, maybe provide them with, like, some ideas or opportunities or even, like, I love the classic, like, there's these um these huge huge um like d100s yes. and you just like okay we're gonna have a random encounter so then you just like roll this like giant dice and it's like oh this random thing just popped up at you and now you have to fight it and so it's just kind of like spur of the moment kind of fun stuff hello oh. all right after a short break and we're you, back. you guys won't even I know have gelato yeah <laughs> <laughs> like in that magical blip it's over yeah and we're back in, in i uh, have a soda I've got a water. Um, uh, Marley's got ice cream and popcorn. Eliza, yeah, yeah, I do. Eliza's got popcorn. Eliza's yeah, got, she does. She'll share with me. Just so you guys, she's okay. not eating that large popcorn all by herself. She'll no share judgment. With me. Yeah, no yeah. judgment. That's what you popcorn get. Popcorn is great. Yeah. Now I'm going to be self-conscious but about sipping my, on the air. One of my favorite. I'm eating mystery. my gelato. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite mystery science theater three thousand quotes is anything's possible in the cutaway, because like they'll cut away and then something incredibly weird happens or it's very yeah. dramatic and they're like anything's possible during the cutaway so that's what we had we had a cutaway that doesn't work now though anymore gelato. that doesn't work anymore you don't think so no i think fans now especially of most <laughs> genres well like if, they need an explanation for everything that happens but, in every series well this is true yeah yeah like it, it just it, well how did that stormtrooper get there I don't, who cares <laughs> It's a random stormtrooper. Uh, if you read comic book number three hundred and seventy-two, yeah, see that's on page eighteen. It Star explains Wars, that stormtrooper. Star Wars backstory. fans, before you at oh, me, please okay. know I just use stormtrooper as an example. I'm not singling you out. You're hating on the stormtrooper fans. I will say I'm enjoying Star Trek Picard more than than the Mandalorian. Mm. I've heard great things about Picard. Yeah, Dungeons and Dragons though. That's Dungeons what our episode is about. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So, so I want to ask t- before we end. So Tracy, yes. hearing kind of different all, all these different like classes and and races and stuff. Do you someday? Because someday you are going to play D and D. All right, I'm. I'm it's going to happen. Down. I'm down. Um, what kind of character do you think you'd want to be? Well, I always like the the elf. That's always like a to go. It's a good one. You know, fantasy. But um, I don't know. I, I like the, the the ninja character you've got going. That's pretty sweet. My samurai. Yeah. I know. Well, because samurai is a class, but it's kind of like a newer one, and it's I think it's actually part of a different system. And so my DM technically didn't let me be a samurai. Okay. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'm a fighter, and I carry a katana. <laughs> there you go. And also, I'm based off of, like, a cat that is from a Japanese island. So okay. Okay. I'm a samurai. And cats are naturally stealthy. That is true. Yeah. That's true. Agile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, I don't know. I might want to play like something that people wouldn't normally expect, like maybe a vampire or something. You know, something a little different. We did a, a holiday one shot one time, uh-huh. uh, and we were told we had to for our race pick gnome because it was all <laughs> Santa themed. I love that. And so I went with a barbarian. A barbarian. A gnome, a gnome barbarian. <laughs> all right. Yes. It was I bet awesome. he was I nice like and that. beefy. Yeah, he small was. But mighty. Very small, but very beefy, and it was fun. <laughs> I enjoyed it. And and I like having those kind of combinations. Uh, and I like being able to be creative like that. Yeah, I'd I'd want to do something outside of the box a little bit. Says the guy who picked the half-elf ranger because he's basic. I said that that would be an easy go-to. That would be my first response. No, I'm I'm putting myself down, not you. Because I was saying that I would... (laughs) No, you're fine. I'm saying I like to be creative, says the guy. Says the guy, okay. Yeah. I misread the room. You know, my next... I would never call you basic. Oh, no, no. Tracy's not basic. I mean, we did call Jake standard earlier, but... Which is basic. But you were above standard because you got yeah. a luxury seat, not yeah. just the yeah. standard seat. You're deluxe. I am yeah. deluxe. Yeah. But you're you not know... bougie. <laughs> you're not bougies, but you're deluxe. You have good taste, but you don't... Yeah, pinky up. He's oh drinking gosh. his soda with the pinky up. So, Jake, on your next campaign, whenever you create a new character, what do you want to be? Uh, I think I'm going to try to be a tiefling... What is Ooh. this? So the, the shapeshifter uh-huh. druid lady uh-huh. is a tiefling. Oh, okay. Uh, in the movie Honor Among Thieves. Okay. Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, colon, Honor Among Thieves. Yes. Okay. Uh, Dungeons ampersand I dragons. love when you said that. We got the music from uh, 2001. Yeah. Playing here in the Megaplex dun, dun. Theater. They, they help me out sometimes. I'm going to here be a tiefling. Dun, dun, but I would like to be a. Dun. I would like to be a tiefling cleric. I think Ooh. I explained this to Robert and he got it. He understood where I was going with it. Oh, yeah. That would have dark blue or black skin. Okay. I like it. So he'd be very similar to Nightcrawler in the X Men. Ah, oh, I could totally see you Okay. Doing that. Yep, 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 yep. I like it. Do it. If, if you don't know, if you don't read X Men, which some people don't, and I understand, and that's mm. fine. Uh, Nightcrawler's a priest. That's right. He, I knew that from the movie. Well, I knew he was religious. Well, he was religious in the yeah. movie, but like yeah. in the comics, he actually priest. goes and becomes a priest. Okay, yeah. cool. See, I'm learning all sorts of stuff tonight. I guess I could also be a swashbuckler. That, I could see you doing that. Because he's a swashbuckler. With high charisma. What about you, Marley? <laughs> <laughs> that, that was kind of judgy eyes when he said he'd be a swashbuckler. Well, I didn't know what you meant, because the swashbuckler was totally different than what you were just saying. In the comics, Nightcrawler also is a swashbuckler. Oh, okay. See, there was a reference I didn't catch there. I know. That was my fault. And that's why I gave you the weird look. I apologize. But I gave you the explanation in my NPR voice. I appreciate that. Yeah, but also, it's kind of creepy. <laughs> I reserve it for our conversations about... Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going um, back to my sketch. We'll move on. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, the next character that I want to make, I want to be like a giant, like not a giant, but I, I don't know the, the race yet, but I want to be like a giant lady barbarian. That'd be cool. So like a Goliath. Yeah, or... That's have, what it is in guys, D&D, I don't know. Do you guys know what, know what a Kasatha is? No. No. It's like this big, like burly race that has four arms. Okay. Yeah. Oh, like the, like the, the Mortal Kombat character. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I was thinking, okay. the Mortal oh, Kombat character. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, Video game reference. I got that one. <laughs> um, yeah. It was an old video yeah. game. That, we played that on our Nintendos. <laughs> I, I, I played that at the, at the Nickel Cade. Yeah, at the art. Oh, yeah. my gosh. <laughs> but no, I Well, I there's think... no way my mom was going to let me play <laughs> no at home with oh, all the blood. No. Oh, no, 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 no. I, a quick story. I worked at a video store through college and, like, right out of high school. So I'm like... 18 and Mortal Kombat comes out and it's on the Super Nintendo and it's on the Sega Genesis. Super Nintendo is blood free. The Sega Genesis has the blood. <gasps> really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So the owner of, of the store, Video Shark, Jake knows this. Tracy's obsessed with sharks, if you guys don't know. <laughs> it is in his history. It's, it's, um, Video Shark, <laughs> Sharknado. <it's laughs> puss. Is there a shark? Race in D and D because oh, oh if there be, is, I mean, <gasps> then it'd be well, like the street sharks. They do have fish yeah, races. Yeah. They have like fish people. I might have to look yeah. into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, so I'm like 18, and the owner says, if they want to rent the Sega Genesis version, you have to call and get permission from the parent. 
And there are kids who are like 16, 17, who are like just younger than me. And I'm having to call their parents to oh find my out. Gosh. And they're like, dude, come on, don't narc on me. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I got this job, I have to do You're it. like, by law. And so then it was funny because a lot of the kids would be like, fine, I'll get the Super Nintendo. And their friend would go, my mom won't care, let's just get it from mine. And he's like, okay. And so then they'd rent it and then go. I love that so go much. Play it, but. I love that. And now you look That's back at the original Mortal Kombat and that you look at the, the pixelated blood and you're like, really? That's what we were worried about. But at the time. And that's also a Utah-only story, by the way. Yeah. Temple Teeth and Bloodless Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I mean, Bloodless Mortal Kombat was everywhere yes, that but. you had Super Nintendo, but that particular story. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, goodness. Could have call your parents and rat you out. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're Rude. like, come on. You underage delinquents. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like they were getting anything from the restricted video no, section, no, which I'm they, assuming Video they, Shark had. They, Did they have an adult? Uh, we, no, we didn't have an adult section. We had because we were a family-owned. Okay, and he was. A, well, yeah, actually, with the story faith before, faith yeah. And, yeah. But we did have. <laughs> My faith, uh, we you. would have like um, the Red Shoe Diaries from like yeah. Showtime, where it was like everything but type of deal. Um, but we'd often get high school kids that would try and like put the that into like the Bambi shell case and try and rent Bambi, but would always open it up and check. And we're like, "Huh, how did uh, Hollywood hot tubs end up in this Bambi?" And they'd be like, "I have no idea." Who put that there? <laughs> <laughs> but people would come up and ask where the adult section was. And would say it's about ninety miles west in Wendover. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but we get a lot of skiers, and they were yeah, they'd come ask, and we're like. Sorry. Well, and like the video store I grew up going to 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 rent videos from, they had um, a, like an edited section. So there were uh-huh. a lot of rated R movies that you could get edited, mm. and that was that's how I finally saw, um, or that's how I first saw ch- the movie Troy. Oh, okay. okay. There's a lot missing because yeah. <laughs> later when I was older and I wasn't living at home and my mom had no say over what I watched, um, I watched the original version. The like, rated R whoa. version, and I'm like, this makes this is like so much better. Like, I understand the movie <laughs> and you, what's going on. Did you ever watch Community? Oh, I love Community. I love the, there's one where um, the, the one character I can't remember her name all of a sudden, but anyway, she says that she watched Pulp Fiction, and they're like, But you're like a hardcore Christian, you don't watch rated R movies. And she's oh. like, Oh, I saw it on a plane, it was like a four minute short about people getting together and having milkshakes. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, yep. It, I've, I've seen a few edited movies, and I think what I've decided is if... I, I just am not going to watch them. They're not... They're, they're, I've rarely seen an edited movie that's Make done... It's better. Well. Yeah. That you still get, like... You get enough, the gist of yeah. the story, yeah. I, I just... Uh, the, the, some of the, the voiceovers to replace the, the swearing just cracked me up. My favorite is The Snakes on a Plane. And Samuel L. Jackson says, I'm tired of fighting these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane. And I'm like, <laughs> kind of lessens the, the moment. But, you well, know, or yeah. like I, I have, okay, randomly I have the edited version of the first four seasons of Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. Um, I remember in the first season, like it was so, like it was annoying because it would, it would freeze frame on like Tyrion's face. <laughs> And then you could, it, the dialogue kept going. Okay. Because there were things, you know, like there nudity that you couldn't see. Yeah. 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 And, and so and you just hear the conversation. Yes. Yes, there was. Because <laughs> they wanted the shock value. Yes. But yes. And so I, it was really annoying because it was just like freeze frame on one person and you're like, okay, obviously we're missing something else that's going on here. And it was just weird. Seems like a lot like, like a marriage. In those first few years, there's a lot of nudity, but it tapers off. <laughs> Kids come along. <sighs> wow. Insight into... No. I know. <laughs> that, that, that was a joke. And that I don't is know no, if it was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was a generalization. Anyway, Dungeons and Dragons. It was a generalization. Dungeons and That's Dragons. A should we well, wrap then, this up? If, we if, definitely should. Yeah. I, I'm interested to see, final thought here, I'm interested to see, like, if this, because d and is already popular, right? But I'm just wondering if this is going to, like, introduce a whole new interest in it, in a, a, a new wave of it. And we talked before, like, if, if Paramount plays their cards right, this is a gold mine that they can yeah. mine for years. Because 
you can do this same cast going on a different adventure. Oh, totally. But you can have different characters going and off and doing something completely mm-hmm. different. And different monster it's encounters. It's a whole universe. And I really hope they don't go the Star Wars route where everything is related to, like, one story. Like, everything in Star Wars has to tie in to back to... Tatooine. Yeah. Everything's got to go to Tatooine. <laughs> Dumb Outer Rim planet where nothing is happening, but everything happens on Tatooine. So I'm just hoping oh that they goodness. go out and just go wild with this. Man. Go on different quests in different worlds and different oh, environments. Yeah. So. I would love that. I mean, there was like this big resurgence during the pandemic uh-huh. because there just wasn't a lot to do. And sure. so a, a lot of people started playing it. And, but well, now they, I think with this movie, like, I hope it becomes uh, like there's another big wave uh-huh. for sure yeah I, I would like to see that uh i would like to see a lot of things done well uh, i did on youtube find the dragon lance movie that robert mentioned in the oh, patreon yes. episode and uh it's awful i didn't watch all of it because <laughs> i got into it a few minutes and i'm like no if i'm gonna watch this i'm watching this with other people because uh-huh. this is awful you have to on that kind of yeah, movie. yeah. and <laughs> i would like to see them take that story that i i love that story and do something to this level of quality uh-huh. uh, with it. And I think there are a lot of those kinds of stories that you can tell, and there's an endless amount of stories that they can tell with Dungeons & Dragons. And what's great about this property, unlike the MCU, unlike the DC movies, unlike Star Wars, is while there is established rules and places and people, there are not these hard established stories and uh-huh. lore that they have to make sure that they're going back to they can uh-huh. build some the of these history yeah the source material is a lot looser as far as building a story like this like i don't think honor among thieves is based on any campaign that you can go by or anything like so. that not that i know of but it's it's and possible because it i mean there are campaigns out there that you can like go on the internet and buy and yeah. it kind of helps you like on your journey but yeah i also know a lot of people who just completely make them up on their own yeah and and i think that's fairly common and that's what i mean is like there's nothing nobody's going to be offended because like oh well in this book of dungeons and dragons on page five blah, blah, blah. Yeah. nobody's yeah. going to do that because mm-hmm. that doesn't exist exactly. for dungeons and you dragons don't necessarily have the canon and so yeah the canon's on there so all you have to do is get the races right and the classes right and in this movie they do i feel uh-huh. a good job with that and then they made it feel like a campaign that's just any kind of campaign. And it, you can do that an endless number of times. Of, the fun thing, too, is like me as a non-player, like I noticed there's so many different things happening in the background that I'm sure a hardcore fan is like, like the, just pointing them out. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. You know, and I'm just going, okay, that's cool. It just feels like a very lived-in world yep. with a lot of weird yeah. stuff going on. So I enjoyed it. Which is, which is cool because fantasy movies when, when I was a kid. Oh, they were terrible never felt like they were in a lived in world like when you the only one that was maybe an exception was willow felt pretty pretty lived in but like never ending story felt like it was this world where like there was the soundstage area that you saw (laughs) and then everything else was nothing yeah and even aside from the fact that they were getting taken over by the nothing or whatever it was but and i feel like a lot of fantasy stories were like that movie wise Mm -hmm. and this is this felt more Star Wars, where like you could walk into this world and exist in this world. Yeah, like and I think that's really cool. If they built an amusement park based on this world, I would totally go. Yeah, but they don't need to do that yet. No, like, Paramount just it needs to build first. And and what I'm worried about is right now there's not a, none of that established canon. I don't want this movie to establish 100%, that canon either. 100%. I don't want you know to get ten years from now and they're like, oh well, yeah, but you remember in the first Dungeons and Dragons movie it was established. So blah uh-huh. blah blah. I don't want to go nope. there with this because nope. that's not the way the world should be. I want them to just make stories that just are fun and, uh-huh. and they don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, they don't have to worry about it. So that's what I would like to see. We'll see what they do. They, I will say at the end of this movie, they leave it, and I hope this isn't too spoilery, minor spoilers. They leave it open-ended enough that they could do a sequel with yeah. this group. Yeah. And keep it going, it and sounds keep it like. Going. I would love that. Yeah. But what's great is... Paramount could also say, we're going to do a streaming series that's nothing to do with these people, right. but it's in the Dungeons & Dragons world because there's an audience for it, and then do that. And they could do another series of movies that was totally different. And there's just an endless number of things that they could do with it. Yeah. They'll mess it up. They'll screw it up. Just like they did with Star we Trek for a while. I don't have to. We have to. Okay, fine. That's all we have left, Jake. <laughs> it's all we have left. <laughs> 
childhood. You're ruining my childhood. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> anyway, well, there you go. This I don't know what we're going to call this episode, except that I think we're going to call it call it live at the Megaplex at Jordan Commons. Yes. D talks. D talks <laughs> with Along Jake, with Marley, other. and Tracy. With random encounters, because we, ra- we did have we some. Had, ra- we, we had, had Ryan. Several. Ryan we had people by. come by and play our, play our game. So I found out my whole D and D group is here. Excellent. They we, didn't invite you. We missed do the you, invitation. Do you realize so that? No. <laughs> like that is what has just sunk in. As I'm saying that, my whole D and D group is here. Wow. And it I'm here like by coincidence. You, like, Jake's like, no, I'm sorry, I've got to record. I have a table. No, I think they do. They stuff. went off on their own adventure. So. Side, it was a side, side mission. Quest. Side it quest. was a side. It, it was a schmissin. Split from the party. Schmission. Sh- Isn't that what we call it? Schmission. We do. We call them schmissions. Yep. Side missions. Yep. That's a cutscenes and cupcakes. Yep. Schmissions. My cutscenes and cupcakes that my daughter lovingly refers to as those cupcakes ladies. She's eating popcorn and she. <laughs> That's me. I'm one of the cupcake ladies. <laughs> uh, anyway. Check us out, uh, Age of Geek. You found us there. We're also on Movies That Make Us. That's where you can find Tracy and myself, Marley. I'm at Cutscenes and Cupcakes. Yep. And, and Age of Geek. And Age of Geek, I'm yes. Just, yep, we're here. We're everywhere. Because we can. We're like Roy Kent. Yeah. We're, we're here, Roy. there, and everywhere. <laughs> Roy Kent! Roy, Roy Kent. Kent! Oh, my gosh. Jamie Tart. I finally started season three. Okay, well, we'll have to have a discussion when we're done with this. Okay, okay. Uh, anyway, <laughs> also check out Multiplane Podcast, which is all things Disney. Yep. Guys, we have some great stuff coming up with our network, and they are some incredible shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got to catch all of them. I mean, we really have something for every kind of nerd out there. We have streaming going on on the Twitchers. The Twitchers. Yes, uh, the Fight and Ginger and Cutscenes Pod. Yep. Those are the two channels. And, of course, this is the Mothership. This is where yeah, all those Age other of, Age shows of Geek Podcast. We yeah. are an umbrella. Yeah. The mothership. Yeah. yeah. I like is, that. Listen, nobody abducts and does probes like we do <laughs> on Age of Geek Media. I want that uh, on a shirt. I want that on a shirt. I'm I just going to eat my popcorn now. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for listening. Check us out on all the social medias. Thanks. Bye. 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 This has been an Age of Geek media production.